guys, thank you so much for tuning in to After Buzz TV's recap of Episode 5, Friends and Family of Roadies. And we are super excited to have Roadies' very own Peter Cambor with us here in the studio. So we're going to talk about all the deets of the latest episodes. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Good times, bad times. Why are we uh, Why are we introing with a Zeppelin song? Uh, because we learned a little bit of a factoid in this episode that I myself did not know. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Very exciting to find out. Uh, let's. I won't say it right away. When we when we get there, we're going to jump around with the details of this episode just a little bit because there are so many to get into. So Lots much. of details. Yeah. So so much happened this episode. My my mind was like <laughs> action packed. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I am your host Tamara Brown. You can find me on Twitter at Brown Tamara. You can find me on Instagram at Tamara underscore Blue. And uh, before we introduce our special guest, let's go over to Madison first. Where okay. can we find you? Hey everyone, I'm Madison Conklin. You can find me on. On Twitter at Maddie says this, and on Instagram at Conklin C O N K L Y N N. Yeah, and we are so excited to have in the studio with us today, Rody's very own Milo. So uh, thank you for coming into yes. the studio today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Where, where can everyone find you, Peter? Oh, at Peter Cambor. That's P E T E R C A M B O R and uh, on the internet. That's on Twitter and Instagram at Peter Cambor. It's really easy. I'm like very really easy. easy to find. I need to yeah. do that with my stuff because yeah. I'm all over the place. I so I got in early. I feel like like I remember I was I happened to be on a show and the publicists were like, "You got to get in on this, this yeah. Twitter because the following yeah. thing." Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I had like a Yahoo email account. Are you on Snapchat? No, I can't. I'm I'm, I'm tapped out. Oh, my Snapchat's so amazing. I don't, I'm it's sure. Really fun. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, think, I think before we <laughs> wrap the episode tonight, I'm going to do a live a live snap story. Please, so, please show okay. me how to work because I don't understand it. <laughs> so. There's a learning curve to it. There's a yeah. learning curve. So, guys, we're talking about uh, episode five, friends and family of Roadies, Showtime's Roadies tonight, and uh, yes. this was an action-packed episode. Lots going on. Yes. Um, so. We, uh, before we, I don't know, we, we can we can talk about the episode, but I feel like while Peter is here, we should really uh, take advantage of having one of, to me, one of the most fun characters in the, yes. in the show. Like, uh, You're a wild card. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. So much, so much fun. Every scene that Milo is in is, is just so enjoyable. Um, very humorous. Yeah. When you, when you first auditioned, did they have you do an English accent? Yeah, so when I first went in, it just was sort of in the breakdown was this whole thing about he's got like a faux British accent and that was kind of what they left you with. And I went into the room and I kind of had this idea that it should be really, really – or trying to be really thick. And then all of a sudden he kind of <laughs> drops it when it doesn't – when bad things happen to him and he gets nervous or whatever, some sort of information comes up or something like that. So mm-hmm. that was kind of what we went with. And so I kind of went in audition and then I, the second audition I met with Cameron and we just like worked for 45 minutes kind of off of that vibe. Being that he had been on this tour with Elvis Costello before and he sort of had adopted the accent. And of course, like it's a funny gag, but you have to try to make it like make – be real somehow. Uh-huh, yeah. So um, it was kind of this whole thing of doing that. But I, when we sort of worked on it, it was like when his mom would call, we did this whole like improv, like he would lose the accent <laughs> because he didn't <laughs> want to talk like around his mom or like when 
someone would call him out on something, he would drop it or if he got nervous. So that became these kind of rules for what the reason was. And then, of course, he gets completely called out for it. In the, by Reg. Yeah. By Reg in the second episode and yeah. just drops it in its entirety. Like, so. Okay, yeah. we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know people like that who, who have who work the accent and don't. don't do, do you guys? Do you know somebody that does that? I don't that? know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know what that was. That yeah, was like... That was Cockney. It was Australian Cockney. Australian Cockney. Yeah. I used to... I actually am guilty of that. I would do it at bars. Like one summer, I because I had just come home from Australia and I took a dialect class in, at uh, school. So one summer is actually when I was out here, I'd you know, go to bars and I'd just throw it on and people are like, oh my God, you're from Australia? I'm like, yeah, you know. They're like, wait, what? I mean, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, totally wait, 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 wait. now we have to hear the Australian accent. Yeah. Okay, that's Hold a hard on. one. And I just—it's really hard. I mean, you should have you set yourself up for this. I this know. is a damn. Okay. Uh, hi, how you going? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Good. I've come from Melbourne, and I came out to LA one summer. Oh, it's yeah. really, really good. That's really good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the Melbourne yeah. was a nice touch. Yeah. yeah right. Somebody, uh, there's a comedian that does a bit about like you, it, you, you gear to the sure. You like put an R at the end of words that don't have. Are you Gary to, to the shirt? shirt? Gary to the shirt. I don't know if that's correct. Oh, we're well, going to get so many comments from Aussies I know, this. right? Yeah. Uh, Aussie hate mail. I know, right? Well, uh, go, we are having a really good time. So for you, what's the most fun part about playing Milo? Oh, gosh. You know, um, I'd have to say the sort of scenes where, you know, it's such a great group of people, and I know all casts probably say that when they come to these shows, but there's like a real vibe on our set, and... The sort of scenes where we're all there and we're all like if we're stuck on the bus mm-hmm. or we're all in that kind of group circle situation, it's just a really fun group to be around. And everyone's so sort of idiosyncratic and different from like Luke to myself to Keisha Castle Hughes or whomever. It's just it's just, and everyone kind of jokes around and it's just a really fun Vibe and it also is just such like a sort of weird Franken cast of people. Like yeah. everyone's so so different. So, so different. Unique. I mean, you can see in the show, like even the characters are so different. You know, but they have this one thing that they're all you know brought together by. But the scenes where you really get like the Cameron nuggets, and there's so much of the show that you I find out after the fact is like things that actually happened to him because his of his background touring with. Mm-hmm. All the bands he toured with in the seventies when he was a writer for Rolling Stone, yeah, when he was a writer for Rolling Stone, and so like that scene. Can we talk about the episode yet? Yeah, 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 let's do it. So in the morning circle in the episode where Luke does this amazing speech, and it was really unbelievable to be there, sort of on the day when he's talking about this Led Zeppelin show in Denver, and it was the first time Denver set foot in North America and played the show in like nineteen sixty eight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, And to be in the room. And witnessing like those words and the synthesis of someone like Luke, who is this just has this unbelievable sort of truth that just oozes out of him. Yeah. And like like being there and getting to watch that over and over again is like like that kind of and that he captures the vibe in that scene. But moments like that where you're like, oh, this is what the show is mm-hmm. about, and we're all here. And a lot of times it's you know scenes where you're just kind of listening and kind of bearing witness to something. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really cool. Now, are you much of a, a are you like a rock and roll nerd yourself, or what? Would you uh, what do you listen to? I grew up playing music, so I play guitar, and so just by virtue of that, like I definitely listen to music. But I had this weird thing where like you know. When I moved to L.A., of course, on KCRW, there's the great show, Morning Becomes Eclectic, which is, like, the best way to stay sort of in touch with 
music in general because you just, especially when Shazam came out and you could drive oh, yeah. around. And be like, oh God, what is, what is yeah, this song? Yeah, you, know, you pull over and then. You, <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't Shazam and drive. Shazam, yeah. but, but then like, I was really like in tune with the music and then, I don't know, the last couple of years, like I kind of fell off. Like I just was not, it just was so much work to keep up with mm-hmm. what yeah. was going on and. Having grown up at a time where you listen to albums and like that was such a thing, yeah. and seeing that go away too has, I think, in part taken away from my music listening. But being on the show again has really got me back into that. So, like, the stuff, like, I kind of listen to the same thing and kind of just go deep dives with it. Like, I'm a big, like, Wilco fan and, like, mm-hmm. My Morning Jacket and sort of other bands. And then, like, all the old stuff that I listened to growing up, like mm-hmm. Zeppelin and things yeah. like that. But yeah. Yeah. the show definitely, like, you know, bands like Lucius that I never really knew exactly. about. Exactly. And that's what say. I love about the show is that they, you know, bring these bands that, you know, might be very popular with a certain group of people, but not, you know, say myself, you know, or and gives them that platform to be like, this is our band. We are actually real, you know, and they get free publicity and they're on an awesome show. I think it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and the way Lucius came about, too, is... Rafe had seen them on, I think, Colbert play and, like, went up to cameras, like, you got to check out this band. And literally within a week, they were, like, booked to be on the show. Really? Which is, like, and that's so awesome. And that's kind of, like, the vibe on the set. It's, like, very fluid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that. And um, that's, like, it was really awesome. Well, the last episode, we had Lindsey Buckingham as the opening act. So I'm hoping that, uh, are we going to, Madison, do you think, as someone who doesn't know what's going to happen in this season, are we going to continue to see, like, actual real bands continue to oh, open? For I the, think so, yeah. yeah. You know how we had the Rain Wilson um, cameo? I feel like we're going to get cameos from all these up-and-coming artists. They're not even up-and-coming, already established, but maybe not, like I said, as well-known. Yeah, I had never heard. I didn't know Lucius. I Googled that while I was watching the episode, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they are a real band. I, yeah. I hadn't heard. I didn't know them, but uh, I really I liked them watching the episode. I love any any harmonizing Anybody that's skilled in that, I'm yeah. enjoying. So. Yeah, they just have such like power and that yeah. whole thing when they're on the mic looking at each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't yeah. know, it just was amazing. Definitely, that's another really cool part about the show. Obviously, is when you're on when you're there on the days that the bands come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is like I mean that's just amazing. Yeah. Super cool. I yeah. mean, it would have been so fun to meet Lindsey Buckingham and he's mm-hmm. awesome. And I don't know. I don't even know who's coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of when you said the best part of. You know, well, one of the best parts of playing Milo and this job is when you guys are all together, those scenes where you're all together and vibing. Um, is any of that ever improv or is that all scripted, you know, or do you guys get a kind of, does Cameron give you guys freedom to, you know, just improv and do do the scene as, is that, as it goes? There are a couple of scenes definitely on the bus where there are a couple of days where Cameron would sort of like, We'd just sort of be back there, like, in the back of the tour bus, like, hanging out. And he, unbeknownst unbeknownst to us, would just start rolling camera and rolling mm-hmm. sound. And mm-hmm. so some of the th- things you see of us just kind of, like, hanging out are really just that. And there's a lot of improvisation in those scenes. And there's oh, a lot fun. of sort of – and even, even if the if the sort of guide of the scene is there, we'll sort of riff off of it and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. And then also he incorporates parts of everyone's sort of musical taste and sensibility to cool. the show as well, you know? Yeah, so, that's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. That would yeah. – for me, be like the most fun part is not knowing that they're rolling and just doing the improv and seeing how far you can go. It's crazy. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, he's been rolling for the last like 10 minutes. Yeah. And we yeah. thought we were like waiting for a lighting setup or something yeah. like that. It's really yeah. cool. Were you were you a fan of Cameron Crow before the before it started? Yeah, I was a really big fan. It was really like, it was a really like thing I had to get over. Was, yeah. it, was it a yeah. fangirl moment, fanboy moment? Yeah. And it's, it's a funny <laughs> thing because uh, it's really interesting about, well, first of all, yes. Yeah, so like just growing up, you know, Fast Times, Richard High, 
um, say anything singles, just every you know, Jerry Maguire, and then Almost Famous. Like just all of those movies were just such like massive yeah. movies. Yeah, in my seriously. Life. So when I got the audition and I had to go in for him, the general sort of feeling often when that happens, when it's kind of like this dream part, is like, oh, this is never going to happen. So like yeah. you kind of go in and I'm like freaking out because it's Cameron Crowe, and you kind of get into shooting it, and I don't know, it, it's really difficult to get over. But Cameron has this thing. And it totally makes sense, like, why he was sort of so successful as a journalist for Rolling Stone. Like, he just he's, – he's a really, really nice person. But you just kind of, like – he just gives off this kind of vibe of just, like, love and positivity, like, all yeah. the time. And, and everyone just kind of wants to – you just want to, like, spill your soul to him. <laughs> yeah. And it totally makes sense oh, okay. that, like, he was, like, this – kind of vehicle for getting access to all these people that were so difficult for Rolling mm-hmm. Stone to get access to and to get in I'm sure like people just loved him and were like yeah, yeah like let's bring him on the road like yeah. would you say he's a kind of bit. like Wes's character? Definitely. Yeah. He's a little bit like everybody's character in some way. Yeah. For sure. But definitely like that Wes whole thing seems about, to be the very lovable like listen let's have some espresso let's talk you know. Well the line that Wes always says is that uh, people just tell me things. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's completely Mm-hmm. Oh, just, cool. That's yeah, so awesome. It's really cool. Uh, let's talk about the episode a little bit. So this episode, we start out, we uh, find out that Shelly, uh, again, is... Uh, that supermoon had her all sorts. <laughs> she was like a dog in heat. Oh, Literally huh. every person that came by, she was just like, male, I should say. She was like, oh, come here. Let me touch you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Shelly, get down, girl. She get hasn't down. been able to get a hold of her husband. They've been having these like phone sex sesh uh, trying, trying to uh, keep it feisty that way, and it hasn't been. Yeah. Uh, apparently, hasn't been going very well. Very, she, she said she felt very, you know, disconnected with him, which is so sad because <laughs> Shelly's awesome, and it's like, you know, obviously we don't again really know her backstory and how her and her husband came to be husband mm-hmm. and wife and whatnot. I think his name's Sean. 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 Yep. Yeah. So it's like. I just feel bad. I want her to be single, but as the episode goes on. <laughs> uh, and then, like, uh, like we talked about the morning circle and the Led Zeppelin and uh, fact. So that was really fun to learn about Denver. They had just come from Omaha. Um, now they this episode takes place in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver. This is, uh, there's a super moon going on. And, mm. and Puna feels a darkness there's, coming, as Bill was and saying. Puna is a new, he, he just joined the crew. Um, the supermoon only comes around every 37 years, so that's one thing that uh, that Bill points out. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was on some late night show though, and and everybody was asking, uh, somebody asked him like, "Oh, isn't it so super cool when like the supermoon, you know, it only comes around this many times?" He's like, "It's he's like it's completely arbitrary. Like there's a special moon that only comes around every 150 years, like every other day." <laughs> oh yeah, like, oh my God. <laughs> it was like don't, we, there's we, so many special moons. It becomes really? a hashtag, and everybody gets really well, it's into like it. National like, French Friday today yeah. is actually National Tequila Day. Yeah, and I refrained. But I knew that before I came here. So I did not. not. Lucky, no, I'm I kidding. did not. I but yeah, to every a day party this afternoon. Every day is a national day. There's a <laughs> always a new moon or whatever so yeah I guess celebrate every day is the message you know who's really up on the national days is the William Shatner Twitter feed oh really really he, like posts every every day he knows exactly what national day it is, <laughs> and, is he there, sha- and he shares it with the world he does it's is amazing. there a national William Shatner day not yet not yet Whoa. maybe it's the day he was born yeah Perhaps. William Shatner Perhaps. get on that <laughs> what is with William Shatner and George Takai being so good on social media they know what they're doing I know they're, and William Shatner is really old right he's in his 80s. He's, he's like very sad. And he doesn't look like he's in his 80s, but 
okay, anyways, so back to the show. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, the supermoon, the supermoon's yeah. got us going off on the wrong, uh, wrong thing, but yeah. So in this episode, uh, before they get Lucius to open for them, uh, Milo suggests that his band, uh, Black Atlantis, Yes. Uh, should be the opener, and that's like quickly, uh, quickly dismissed. They already have, um, they already have Lucius going to be open for them in this episode for who knows how long. And the look of disappointment on your face, you poor thing. There's going to be many more of those. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, assure you, Milo, yeah. Milo is a disappointed man, I feel like, in life. Are we, uh, let's see, I wonder, Madison, do you think we're going to see Milo play? Are we going to get to see him, like, on stage? I hope. I think maybe towards the end you're going to get your big break. We shall see. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. But you, you said you do play guitar, right? I do. Do you sing? I do. You do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we happen to have one right oh, here. Oh, no. Yeah, right this now. is totally not playing. <laughs> hey, the accent. Now you're yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, also, um, this whole thing with Kellyanne and Reg, everyone's like, oh, your new boyfriend, and blah, blah, blah. And you, your character Milo, is just livid about it. Yes, well, Milo was very into Kellyanne and until it, and, and still is. Right. So it's crestfallen over this whole. Development. Yeah. yeah. So is there a backstory between you guys, or is this just puppy love for Milo? There is a backstory. There was, uh, oh, where was it? Oh God, what was the city? Anyway, it was Philadelphia. No, it was Philadelphia. So um, before the show started, uh-huh. some event happened. Okay. That Imogen and I sort of agreed on that they basically perhaps hooked up. Okay. But the event was something that maybe they didn't. So my our whole thing was like I bet they like they were drinking or something was happening. They woke up in the same bunk and she's like, "Oh my god!" And Milo's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> and Milo thinks something happened, but in fact, probably nothing happened. Right. But it's like that's kind of the vibe. So it's okay. mass miscommunication because that's so much about kind of what. Like in any family or anything like behind yeah. the scenes, right. it's like this whole just web of mass miscommunication. Well, it so. also seems like Milo is the most like like superstitious. I don't know if that's the word, but like yes. he, you know, he doesn't want he doesn't uh, he, you know, he didn't want any intercrew like mingling. And like the last episode with like this, you know, Cincinnati and, and everything that had to go through with breaking the, eggs, the curse and yeah. stuff like that, like it's conspiratorial, yeah, for sure. yeah, conspiratorial, yeah, yeah. and like looking out for the best interest of the tour and the yeah. best interest of the crew and everything, right. like that. Yep. And you and so obviously we know Bill and Rick have a history, but yes. do Milo and Rick? Because you seem your character seems to like fawn over Rick. You know, you came down to when you needed the the needle in the butt. You were like, oh, I'm here for you. You know, right? Well, there is this like you know when you talk to some of the techs and the roadies that we worked with, there is this kind of for people who've been with someone for a long time. So like Lindsey Buckingham's guy is like his body man. Like mm-hmm. he's amazing and he knows how to, like, dial his guitar and his amp and everything. But he's, like, got, like, if someone to come in and, like, try to attack Lindsey Buckingham, this guy would take him out. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, he's, like, <laughs> the guy. And, like, so people who've been with them for a while, there's, there's a real feeling of responsibility for the artist, and particularly when they're on stage and stuff like that. But I think this transference happens. And particularly, though, with Milo, because I think he's very impressionable. And I, mm-hmm. I would imagine something to this level happened with, like, Elvis Costello and, like, taking on the accent. Uh-huh. So with Rick, he's just, like, as as in episode uh, four, the episode before this, when he's, like, he's my responsibility, that line. When, yes. when Rick goes, like, missing. Mm-hmm. This whole, I don't know, he's, like, really, really, exactly. So this whole thing that happens later, I'll let you guys get into it. But the, I think absolutely he's... 
I think in some weird way also kind of wants to be like he wants to be on stage. He wants yeah. to be back yeah. in front of Lannis. He wants I get to that. be like Rick. Yeah. Like it's uh-huh. like that whole that makes sense. Thing you mm-hmm. can. I think I think you can see that. Yeah. Well, I have a yeah. backstory too that like the beard is because Rick has a beard. Milo grew a beard. Uh, it's like this okay. whole thing. Like he just wants to like anything Rick. He's like anything oh. Rick yeah. is yeah. Oh, oh God! Does that Milo mean Milo finds a Natalie? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. If we want to, if you want to get into uh, how Rick, how do we find Rick in his room during his rave with Natalie? He, you know, like I, I wouldn't say OD, but I guess has so much uh, a mixture of what was it? Uh, Xanax. Are you talking about last episode? No, no. This this episode, oh. um, Xanax, beer, and then Sudafed or something like that, and he passes out. Lunesta. And Lunesta. Vicodin. Oh, Vicodin. Beer. I think we could call it an overdose. Yeah, okay. It's it okay. was somewhat of an it's overdose. A, it's a comedic overdose, if that's possible. Exactly. And him yeah. and Natalie, the crazy stalker who is now allowed on the tour, yep. is um, they're having a little rave in the room, and then um, Kellyanne rips down the curtain, is like, all right, show's over, and then Rick just, boom, yeah. passes out, and then has to get a save shot into his butt. Yeah. I mean, how great is uh, Rick, though? Oh. by Chris Backus. Yeah. It's like it's unbelievable. Really, yeah. yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. And he like totally is. You're just like, he's just like a rock star. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and then we see, you know, he he's brought back to life. He yeah. goes on with the show and then he's talking to Lucius after the show and totally just like kind of sexist but like in a really nice positive way. Very kind of, sexist. Yeah. But just like probably true to how those kinds of things go down and on, on a real tour for a band of that caliber. Well, he was so good at, and I think that, like, I'm sure Cameron gave this note, but he's, it's so specific because it's so oblivious to how self-centered he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's so, like, true of, like, the great line that, um, Chris House has in the episode when they're like, uh, we'll just get her a ticket. He's like, wait, Denver's not sold out? Uh-huh. And that whole, yeah. like, it's so, so, these guys are yeah. so, like, self-involved. Yeah. And, but it's, like, such a little kind of touch of that. And, like, so is Chris Backus's character, Rick, the bassist, is so, like, Completely oblivious and self-involved to like the world around him. He's yeah. just like this kind of bear in a china shop. Yeah, like a bull in a china shop. Going yeah. Hey, a bear works too. A bear would be California, terrifying. Yeah. A bear. A bear. So. I do, the bear state. Yeah. I do like the detail that I hadn't caught before. If it if it has been mentioned before, but like in talking about like how Milo had toured with Elvis Costello, but when uh, Shelley is talking about her husband Sean on tour, she says that he was on tour with Taylor too, like coming out of space. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that? I I did, but I I don't know. I didn't like make note of it. Well, I was What's, just. I, I, it was the first I noticed about it, so I'm, I was like, "Wait, have we met Sean yet?" And I missed that. You've not met Sean. We've well, not met okay. Sean. Definitely not. Okay. He's only been discussed, but he is involved with the Taylor Swift mm-hmm. tour. Okay. I, I find it, it's such a such a funny detail who, that that they wrote that Taylor Swift's tour. Is in outer space. Uh, yeah, I was right. super it's enjoying that, right. uh, especially since Taylor Swift is like so headline, uh, so much in the headlines right now. Yeah, um, and constantly. There's always. no way to insert the like Kardashian feud at this point, but it's just very topical. <laughs> yeah, so. did, didn't and I, I don't know he didn't perform it. Didn't Justin Timberlake like? Buy a seat on a didn't somebody on a Russian like spaceship or something? Like I that, think right? so. It, it I think him. it was no, not, wasn't it Lance Bass? It, it was Lance Bass, but he yeah. did, he ended up not going. He was supposed to go up to right. the space station, um, but then something happened, and but he was like, "Actually, I'm, I don't want. Actually, I'm not going to go to space." He changed yeah. his mind. <laughs> changed his mind. He's like, you know, I think this just sounds pretty yeah. dangerous. And I think it was around the time he <laughs> yeah. probably got married or was supposed to get married, so he's probably like, "If I don't come back, like, yeah, uh, my fiance is screwed." Like, and I'm screwed too if I don't come back. Yeah, so. going to space is no like, or thing. But if anyone uh, were to perform in 
outer space right now. I'd say Taylor Swift. Taylor, yeah, Swift. Taylor Swift would be in, the one. In her um, Bad Blood music video, it kind of looks like they're on Mars or something, like coming through the fire and all that. But again, the super moon has got me all over the place. Right. Um, do you, Tamara, you want to jump into the Bill and Lorraine situation or you want to kind oh, of? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I w- first I was going to say we haven't mentioned um, Mike Finger yet, Ooh. who is the blogger. Mm-hmm. Um, they like they, they do a good job of, of incorporating like modern like bloggers and um you know how we have um, the social media, the big presence on social media that makes such an impact for bands now. Mm-hmm. And I googled, um, I, I googled him while the episode was on, and there's actually the blue and black fan page, like for the show. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, that that exists now. Yeah. So, okay. So that was really cool. Yeah. So like, you guys should check that out if you haven't already. It's yeah. it's it's a really fun um, thing that they made for uh, to like you know um, correspond with the show. So that yeah. was really fun. I I liked his character. I don't know why Wes was so up in arms about him, saying don't trust you know don't trust him. Um, I don't know. He just seemed very nice, cordial, and maybe he's going to turn his back. But I don't know. He loves and is obsessed with the band, you know. He said, um, Kellyanne said, you know, you want to meet him after the show? And he was like, no, I keep him here and, and keep him here, you know. It's almost like he didn't want his view, his this precious view, uh, to get ruined or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. No, yeah. Eli Henry is fantastic in the part. And, um, yeah, you know, I think the other thing to think about in the show, which is really interesting, and I was talking about this with somebody the other day, it's so like you know in terms of the thing about Wes not trusting him and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And there are all these little nuggets in roadies that sort of happen along the way, and I think it's very much like it's almost important to think. It's like this ten episode thing. It's almost like this ten episode sort of movie, and the whole yeah. thing is this gigantic kind of like arc that everything sort of ties into something. So it's really, yeah. yeah, it's really important to kind of keep the nuggets yeah aloft. And we've yeah we've seen them. I mean we've right. seen them come to fruition. Things that maybe didn't make sense early on, or right? Are starting I, to. I feel like this particular episode uncovered a lot for me, anyways, because I was just like. Who is Lorraine? Who is Janine? Why do they matter? Like, what has happened with their characters and, you know, Bill and Chris's character? So we finally get into both of them in one episode. It's a lot. It It was interesting that they put them both in the same episode because I'm confusing them in my mind a little bit because they're both sort of the uh, aloof but, like, meaningful character to both Bill and Chris in the band and... um, so, yeah, so we meet Lorraine. Yeah, we meet Lorraine, and again, they gave us those little nuggets that you were talking about. You know, she said, I've forgiven you for almost every event or whatever, but maybe not the last one. But then never, we don't know what exactly Bill's character mm-hmm. did to Lorraine, you know, while he was probably on drinking benders, you know, with, with Rick and whatnot. Yeah. But um, She seems super cool, very likable yeah. right off the bat. Yeah, and then Chuck, we, we hear Chuck's name. I'm, I'm not sure if she cheated on Bill with Chuck or that was the rebound. So, it, again, we're getting all these little nuggets. The stories, the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. Um, and then, you know, Bill kind of clears his conscience of whatever he's done to her by writing her a note um, after he goes into the storage unit to get the jacket for Chris. Yeah, making so, amends. Yeah, making amends. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, one of the themes of the show definitely is that there's this whole thing. And when you talk to Tex and roadies about this, there is this kind of call of the road, and a lot of them, you know, this uh, Eric Johnson is one of our technical advisors who is 
on tour with Neil Young and kind of does a lot of Neil Young and he used to be with Pearl Jam for a long time. Mm. Oh. And he said that, you know, he's he's married and when he when he comes back home though, it's like there's this like they immediately go on a trip together because there's this like month of like reintegration of him back into the world somehow. And I think yeah. that these guys a lot of these people and this is not true of like Eric, but the, a lot of people are sort of like both running to and also running from things. And I think yeah. it's kind of a common thing that like people, there's this great line that MGK has is Wes in uh, one of the episodes where he's like, I don't like my home friends. Like they don't understand like what it's like, you know, I don't like, and I don't, you know, like cooking food or whatever. Like, you know, it's, he, everyone gets really used to that. And I think that that whole bit with uh, Bill is really about that on some level. Like he's been running for years and uh-huh. years. So every stop he goes to, he's reminded of this past where mm-hmm. he was kind of like right. this dark stuff that was going on. So Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um And Janine uh comes to the Denver show as well. And they make a point to make sure that Janine has seats but does not come backstage. Yes, definitely not backstage. They put Reg in charge of grabbing her, getting her to her seat, and Reg is totally going to screw up the whole band. The whole thing. The whole thing. He's going to drop the ball. The one person that was going to break up the break up the roadies crew to begin with is definitely following yeah. suit. It's, and it's a continuing thing. I mean, Reg screws up every every, every episode. episode. He's sort of is the shaggy of the roadies crew. Yeah, yeah. he's and the then, shaggy of the roadies that's crew. That's a good <laughs> that's one. Really good. good comparison. Yeah, I mean, because um, he just seemed to adore Janine, just like looking at her constantly, just like, okay, you know, and they they sit together at the concert, and then after the concert, they have a moment at the car with the supermoon, and, you know, she touches his head, and he's just like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. And she almost invites him over to get some aloe, but then doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So you as Milo... What I guess what would happen to the roadies crew if he had gone there uh, to her house? Do you think they would have hooked up and would just torn apart the band or what? I think the vibe with Janine in one of these instances of some like in this sort of situation is like it's kind of like that and not directly this, but it's probably that kind of like. Yoko Ono sort of like band breaker upper yeah. fear vibe. Do you okay. know what I mean? And like they're they're just people who carry off that sort of vibe on some level. And like you know, I have nothing against Yoko Ono, but like there was definitely that contingent. Yeah. When that was all going on with the Beatles, so Absolutely. I think there's that kind of thing. So I think I think anything that potentially jeopardizes Milo's job or is remotely interesting on like a conspiratorial level. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is he's all in on? It. Yeah. So anything that there's a whiff yeah. of like paranoia or something he can stress about, I think Milo feels very comfortable in a state of stress and paranoia <laughs> and, and panic. fear. He yeah. thrives off of it. Yeah, exactly. Which is so unhealthy. I know. I know. If only there Damn was it, Milo. the road therapist, yeah, right? Could, we could address I, this. I liked the Janine character so much because she just seemed like just cool chick who just trying to have a normal life. And mm. I can't help that somebody fell in love with me and wrote a song about me that became wrote this songs. huge. Yeah, you know, it's like every every chick's dream to have some, you know. And, and played by Julia Williams, the <laughs> singer, and that's her first time acting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you said she's a Nashville performer? Yeah, she's like a big sort of country singer-songwriter oh, cool. sort of performer. And she's, um, you know, she's like, a, she's got a huge following and she, mm-hmm. Cameron sort of knew her and they had her come in and read Okay, it and I was, like, was going to say, was it kind of it. like she killed it. She the Lucius, you know, uh, he saw them or heard them and maybe saw her, heard her. and It's something like that. I don't know exactly yeah. what the story is, but she came in and read and she'd never 
done anything before, and she's like unbelievable. And that's uh, yeah, she's, she's really, really good. good. And uh, luckily, we get to see her in the next episode because. Reg, of course, starts thinking uh, with a smaller head and says, yeah, you should come back for night two and wants to get her backstage, which is a big no-no. Reg. This, this episode is like Midsummer Night's Dream. It's like all these like lovers and this, yeah. like, it's all going to come to a head. All came together yeah. in this one episode. Yeah. And um, so I guess let's go ahead and um, jump to the end, the, the, the climax, so to speak, of the episode. I know. The, uh, <laughs> Legitimately. We, so uh, this, uh, this came a little sooner than I was expecting in the series, also, so to speak, uh, is that um, Shelly and Bill... Finally. Totally make love. Make love under the supermoon. It, it finally happened. Yeah. yeah. We knew this was coming. We like knew. from episode one. We saw this this one. This one was a Bruin. And so I, th- I think kind of from the beginning when she was like, I'm feeling disconnected to you, it was like, okay, she's totally like her and her husband, little yeah. Rocky, so she's gonna go I mean, find attention. Been from setting Bill. up not only have they been setting up the chemistry from episode one, but right. also they've been setting up that her marriage is rocky from episode one. Yeah. And that he has a lot of relationship troubles too. So um finally finally came to fruition. I'm totally team Shelly and Bill. Like I was so happy this happened because the the chemistry and the sexual tension between them just was building up so much. I'm like, all right, come on, let's do it. And they did, and they were so cute, they're so giggly in it because you could tell they're comfortable, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I was like feeling all the feels. So. <laughs> well, it happened for me. Uh, I'm I'm surprised that it, it happened at this point, but also I was suspecting, and I don't I don't know why exactly, but from various things that have been said, I guess I thought that this has happened in the past before between them. Like yeah. I was suspecting that they they've had. Things, things. Maybe, maybe they haven't slept together before. But yeah, like something I don't, has happened. For me, in the past. it wasn't that they had slept together in the past or even like kissed, but maybe gotten so close to it, and then oh, I have a husband, you know, or, or maybe Bill messed up and went drinking or or whatnot. But yeah, definitely some deep seated. Well, I think I think all these people know that like you know if you. If you, you know, you sort of make your own bed on some level, and like if you go down that road, it can get really messy if yeah. you're on the same crew with somebody. And that's mm-hmm. actually been told to us by a number of yeah. people who've actually been in that situation. And I think also too, there was like you know, a lot of times in TV shows, I think they would wait until later on in the season. But there was, I, I think Cameron really felt, and I think it actually is really cool to like let's get it out there yeah. and like see how everyone has to deal with all of this. Yeah, and that's great. Which is actually really interesting because then it's like, oh my, because it's not just going to be like, oh, we're going to happily ever after. Like it's going to be really fucking complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah so. exactly. And as we saw from the preview, Shelly's kind of like, don't ever speak a word of this, and Bill's like, it's fine, it's over, yeah. which I think really rocks her to her core. I mean, it would rock me. It's like, oh, we just had a special moment. I'm trying to be strong, but I also want you to be like my knight in shining arm and be like, no, I, I love you. I want you to, uh, you know. Totally. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> well, good thing, because Cameron Crowe is too. Oh, so, Cameron. Is he single? <laughs> No, yeah, um, he's like a big mystery. I don't, I know, had, I don't know the answer to that. So. Just like the yeah. show, yeah. All the things that are happening are still very mysterious to me in this in in Rhodey's, You yeah. know, yeah. He's a very enigmatic man. Yes, yes. So with um, Janine and Reg, uh, do we think Kellyanne's going to have a problem with that? I think so. Should we get into predictions, or should we keep talking about this? I don't Let's, know. Is the before we get into predictions, okay. is there any other point about the episode that we want to hit? 
I mean, I just really wanted to get to the whole Bill and Shelly thing. Yeah. She was on one. She hit on Wes. She hit on her new little assistant and then obviously went all the way with Bill and just, I don't know if you can blame it on the supermoon or just her hormones or something, but Shelly was on one in this episode. Yeah, was, <laughs> she was really mean to Kellyanne. Sorry to interrupt. No, but. no, please, please, please. No, I, thought, I was actually just thinking when I was watching it uh, with you guys tonight, it just... Carla like gave this great performance because yeah. it's like a really complicated thing she was doing. Yeah. It's like this kind of whole there's all this stuff going on and it's you know the husband's pulling, mm-hmm. the moon is pulling, Bill's pulling and then she has her job. It just was really good. Really cool episode. And it's funny because yeah. a lot of that stuff, you know, when you're shooting it, I haven't, I've never seen that. Like, you don't see a lot of the other scenes you're doing. So you're like, oh, I remember reading this. And you yeah. like, see it come to life. It's really cool. Yeah, so, yeah. definitely really cool. Um, but yeah, so she was really harsh on Kellyanne about the pictures, and Kellyanne was trying to be artistic with it. And she's like, you know what? You've got someone that likes you, that wants to screw you right here. Like, you need to do it, or if anything, for all of us, just be fucking happy or something like that. Yeah. And like, you know, stormed out. So I, the dynamic between uh, Kellyanne and Shelly is uh, very interesting to me. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if Shelly's jealous of Kellyanne or just everyone's kind of sick of Kellyanne being like, poor me, but I'm a hard ass, so no poor me. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure. What do you guys yeah. think? Well, I think a part of it is just the, there's like a Judas treatment of her because she did like leave and mm-hmm. now she's like back. And yeah. I think there is this, and it is a very much like a hazing sort of culture and I think yeah. that's a big part of it. Yeah. But also it's like you got to earn your stripes. You, you can't just come back. You're not just going to come back in the same position. Even right. Even you left for whatever it was, like 30 minutes. Yeah. Like it's not going to be that easy. It's not so, going to be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You made your decision, but you got to you got to earn your spot back at the table. Yeah. Demoting lo- her to a teleprompter or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. and that kind of like crabbiness and stuff like that is very like of that world. Uh-huh. Like I think people are constantly at each other, even if it's just kind of in passing. And sometimes they just are because they're with you're like living with these people on a bus. Yeah, and yeah, a so. lot of different personalities coming together. Totally. I mean, yeah, I lived in a sorority house, so I, uh, it's not the same, <laughs> but it's really? on all uh, of I mean, <laughs> next on sorority house. Yes, yeah, sorority house. Sorority, so. You have to carry a lot of accessories in both of them. Yes, exactly. There's, there's hazing. <laughs> Yeah. There's um, hazing. <laughs> oh man, lots of similarities. Um, is that where the similarities end? I feel like that might be where it ends. Yeah, was, um, hazing, and hazing. And hazing. I was just trying to think. It was like there's hazing, and there's lots of people. And then there's hazing. Wild, there's hazing. wild hair. And then there's long, lots of long hair. Yeah, you're living, long, you're living together. A lot yeah. of hairspray in yeah. both. I was, yeah. I was gonna say like we're all black. They're all efficient with like tools and lights. And I was like, that's not like yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, but uh, going, uh, sorry, back to you said, do you think Kellyanne's going to get pissed about Reg? Yes, 100%. But she's going to play it like, no, because we're not even hooking up. Like, the, it's this fake made-up relationship, you know? Yeah. But I think she's going to be more pissed that he's making a move on Janine, you mm-hmm. know? And Kellyanne Janine holds, especially. Yeah, especially well, while Janine. While we're talking about that, let's, let's might as well go into predictions, okay. because that's pretty much a prediction. Oh, like yeah. this. So, this is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> predictions. Oh. Do you want to lead off the predictions? Well, I can't. I know it happens. I know. This might be a fun game to see to judge your predictions. Okay. You can try to lead us. You try to extrapolate what you can from my facial expressions. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. Well, I guess I'll kind of continue, but I'm going to predict that Kellyanne gets infuriated that Reg chooses another girl over her, but especially Janine, because Janine's mm-hmm. the one that kind of, I guess, I, I wouldn't say she started the band, but a majority of their songs are about her. Yeah. And um, 
it's totally going to throw off the vibe, as you were saying, of of the band and okay. the crew okay. and everything. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I don't know if I agree because Kellyanne has seemed very um, lukewarm about Reg. Um, I know that their relationship is sort of heading in that direction and this episode certainly like propelled their un- incoming relationship just by everybody else speculating that they've been together, but... They both seem to, to me, just have tepid interest in each other at this point. So she started wearing. Donna pointed out she started wearing perfume. Uh Um, What else? She She, knows about his socks. His socks, you know. So, as a girl, and you want to grab the attention (laughs) of a guy, you start doing little things that Uh you don't think people notice, and then people pick up on it. So. I'm going to have to agree to disagree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like both your predictions. I'll remain neutral. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I want to see I want to see Milo do some more um get into um like more superstitions, more like crazy things that has to not necessarily like a curse that has to be undone. We've already seen that. Yep. But something to the effect of he has to sacrifice something for the good of the tour because he seems like oh. that kind of guy that would do that. Yeah. Oh. That's so, a good one. I like that prediction. Nice. <laughs> All right. And yeah. um I don't see Bill and Shelley um I I feel that that is a, a relationship that to me, seems it's on again, off again. They're a bit of a Ross and Rachel for a while, so I don't know if <laughs> yeah. they're going to be together at the end of the uh, at the end of the season. I so. predict Shelly's going to get divorced. Something's mm-hmm. going to happen. Wow. I don't know. Something with her marriage is definitely. I mean, it's already falling apart. So I do think we're going to find out that Sean is like some. I don't think he's just a roadie or like another a manager or something. Like I'm. I can't. I want to find out who Sean is. Yeah. But I think, I think I'm hoping that Bill and Shelley totally work out. But knowing Bill and kind of how he's a ladies' man and just, you know, does whoever whenever he pleases, um, so maybe that'll just split them and bring them further apart. I don't know. I predict you'll be rooting for it to work out. <laughs> okay, yeah. there we go. That's yeah. a good prediction. Right. Yeah. Very safe. <laughs> yes, neutral. very safe yeah. and neutral. Oh, and I can't. I'm, I'm always super excited about who the. Um, who the guest stars are? I, I can't wait to see which. Oh yeah, can we expect to, open, to see any more like celebrity cameos? And yes, stuff? you can. Uh, can yeah. we can we talk about the one we saw for the teaser for the next episode? Yes, yes. Mark Maron. Yes, little uh, little man. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't. Maron. I think I, I didn't see the the teaser. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Mark Maron's a lot of fun. Do you listen to his podcast? I do. You do? Yeah, and oh, he's awesome. a super cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like super I'm not down. Familiar with him? I should probably be. And he is in Almost Famous. Mm-hmm. That's his sort of connection. Wait, is he in? Who is he in Almost Famous? Do you remember uh, when they he, when? Um, Billy Crudup gets electrocuted holding the thing. He's like, hey, you guys like wreck. You guys owe me like money, blah, 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 blah. Oh. And he's chasing after him in the oh, golf he's cart. Like the... Lock the gate. Oh. And that's on the podcast, that oh, line. Oh, okay. But it's like, lock the gate. That's a little drop they do in the podcast. I had oh, cool. no idea. That's from Almost Famous. Yeah. You guys, we get a little nugget of info here. Yay. From Pete. Exclusive. Coming to you live. Just, yeah. just like Rain Wilson was also in Almost Famous. That I knew. Was yeah. he really? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Maybe I should watch it oh, again. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah. 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 Wow. You're so full of knowledge. I am just full of tidbits. Tidbits. Yep. Little nuggets. Little nuggets. Um, uh, before we duck out for the evening, Peter, is there anything that we need to... Any any last thoughts? Anything else that... Stuff you're working you're, on? Yeah. God, well, jeez. I mean, you're busy. You need to tell us everything this. that you're doing right now. Okay. In, <laughs> Are you going to a barbecue tomorrow? Do you... I wish. Cause, yeah, that'd be a great Monday. Um, no. Let's see. Um, 
will watch roadies, obviously. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, it's a really interesting. Uh, it's just the season really crescendos in a really interesting way, and the musical guests are, get more. And, I'm so excited. More unbelievable, and then the last episode is like this kind of smorgasbord of great performances. <laughs> who would yeah. be Who would be your dream guest to have, uh, and maybe in an upcoming season? <sighs> Jeff Tweedy. Wilco. Oh, nice. I'm just like a big, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's, that's my band. That's a great one. Yeah. That'd be super cool. I feel, I mean, is that doable? I feel like that might be. I might have to, them, they might have right? to like not have me on set that day. <laughs> yeah. Because I might completely. You might pull a Natalie. And just I like, might just uh, like, I would just pass out. Yeah. yeah. Masturbate with his microphone. <laughs> no, well, not I didn't say it. <laughs> it was not said by me. Yeah. That. There's a transcript of this wreck. Yeah. Let it be known. Yeah. But yeah, I would probably pass out. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a great one. I really like that one. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. All right, cool. Well, that is our recap of episode five of Showtime's Roadies. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and please comment, like. Share our video and uh, Madison, where can we find yes. you? Yes, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Madison Conklin. You can find me on Twitter at Maddie Says This and on Instagram at Conklin, C O N K L Y N. And a tidbit of that, Conklin is the combination of my middle name and last name. Oh, Con- I'm Conklin's my last name, but the way I spell Lynn is my middle name. Oh, interesting. Just in case anyone cares. Just a little tidbit. <laughs> a little tidbit about Madison. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tamara Brown. Uh, just Google my name. You can find my handles because they're all different on all the platforms. Oh, Ooh, wait. You're Googleable. Good yeah. for you. Let I don't me, think I'm let at me, that status uh, yet. I'm going to snap the end of this, oh, Peter. Yeah. Snap it. Yeah. Let's do a little Snapchat action real quick. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, mind blown. What's should, happening? What's, what are you doing oh, to me? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, hold on, it's blurry. Well, I always have to clean the lens. All right. <laughs> this so what is, is happening? This mean, what is happening? You're snapping. Yeah. It's a video. Milo on Showtime's Roadies in the studio at AfterBuzz TV. Hello. Peter Cambor. This is his debut on Snapchat. Oh my god. <gasps> you should be so excited. I should. Okay. <laughs> now I'm you have to get back. Snapchat just to follow Tamara oh, well, to watch your first to. Snapchat. There we go. Um, yeah. Peter, where can where can they find you? Uh, at Peter Cambor. P-E-T-E-R-C-A-M-B-O-R. I always have to spell my last name because it's impossible yeah. to spell. And at Peter Campbell. Instagram and Twitter. 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 Perfect. And not on Snapchat yet. <laughs> not yet. This yeah. has been an Maybe amazing too. episode. Peter, yeah. thank you so much for coming in yeah, and talking so with us. Thank you very with much. Us. Sure. Keep watching. Keep commenting. See you, uh, see you next week. Yes, thank you so definitely. much. See you guys. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.